What up, you fucking cowards? Uh, show yourselves. I am here back again with Chet what for up? Real Nerd Hours Edition 12. Are you at 12? Yeah, we're at 12. Yeah, we're right. at 12. And the problem, the problem that I have is podcasting is fucking hard, Chet. It's not as easy as it may seem. No, not at all. It's fucking ridiculous. You know. I mean, you're the one doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. So I can't even really complain. Yeah. It's not It's not super easy. Mm. Uh, I mean, I thought it would be less complicated than it is, but I guess when you give more than zero fucks about the end product, it's, it's yeah, then, better. That's, that's what the problem is, that you're actually putting in effort. Yeah, that's true. I should have just, I should have never announced I was, I was doing a podcast ever. I should have yeah. just kept it a fucking secret and just kept the fucking the archives on my hard drive. So 50 years from now, I could listen to it and see how stupid it is. <laughs> there you go. Just a little something, little audio memoirs, but it's just the two of us talking shit. All right, Chet. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing uh, after your birthday? Oh, well, uh, I'm all right. I feel a few days older than that day, but... My birthday was on Sunday, March 19th. For those of you wondering, never repeat that to anybody. <laughs> it was it was cool. I on that Saturday night I got real fucked up. We all did very quickly. Yeah, real strange stuff, man. Like that place we went to this Korean place that has mediocre food but really good alcohol. It's soju. It's mostly like flavored it's soju and it has a tendency to, you know, it'll hit you really hard and really fast. But then you stand up and you're sober again. That didn't happen this time. This time we all just got fucked up and stayed that way. Yeah. Yeah. It it could be in part due to the amount of liquor we drank prior to going. Yeah, I had a 40 while I was working on some stuff like throughout the day. So that was me. And then there was more liquor. And then we got to the place. Yeah, yeah. Drank a bunch of Uzo. Yeah, good times. Had some Jack. Had some Kraken. Had some Kirkland Light. Yeah, that is some water-ass beer. Great for shotgunning, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I can drink much more of it. It's not very good at all. It's basically Bud Light. What's really weird about the beer is that it's worse than Bud Light. It's worse than Coors Light. I should have just bought Coors Light. Yeah, yeah. I Coors is my go-to for like that cheap, cheap beer. Anything beyond that is just kind of, I wouldn't even say it's beneath me. I just don't like it. It's a weird phenomena. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't want to ever say that any beer is beneath me because, of course, I'm a strict follower of humbling thine palate. I, I, if someone gave me PBR for free, I mean, I'll drink it, but I... I never have and I probably never will purchase Paps Blue Ribbon. I feel like that's a sin against beer gods. Yeah, I just that's can't, That's fucked man. up. I'm just not redneck enough for that. Oh, my God. I'm not hipster enough for that either. God damn it, Chet. Now you're out there offending Willard TK. Get at aspiring me. Aspiring <laughs> country music artist. Get at me. God damn it. You haven't I, mailed that watermelon yet. I... I like PBR. I like I like a lot of beer. I don't like Natty Light all that much. There's something about Kirkland Light that really there's an ingredient in there that's fucking with me and I don't know what it is. I've had it before when Jeremy brought some to Fanime and that was like his go-to for cheap beer. 
So I had a bunch then, and I feel like it was better then than it was when I drank it at your place last time. Yeah, maybe maybe we got a skunk skunk stockpile. It's possible. I don't know. Who it's, knows? It's weird shit, man. They're sitting in barrels just in the back of Costco for decades. <laughs> no one buys this shit. Okay, so on to questions, comments, and concerns from last week. These all are coming from the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Or, or, as it was pointed out to me, I can't remember the user's name, but real nerd hours dot reddit dot com. You can go to either one of those. We out you. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy saying slash, though. Yeah, talking about that slash, baby. Hey, yeah. girl, let me get that slash. <laughs> <laughs> the gash. Oh, Jesus. That's one of my least favorite euphemisms for a vagina. It's the gash. Yeah, that's. It's, it sounds real gross that way. It is. And I mean, it's. it helps that it's not really an American thing, so I'm not really used to hearing it. So when I do hear it, it's like, God, really? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's next level shit. The first question comes from No Reference. Do you consider Avatar The Last Airbender an anime? I would read the rest of the question, but it's that's basically what the question is. All right. I, I'm kind of ambivalent on this. My knee jerk is no, because it isn't Japanese. And I think that's like pretty much the only requisite. But it has all the other qualities of being an anime. I'm going to go with if it's if it's anime in your heart, then yes. I follow this animator on Twitter. His name is LaShawn Thomas. He worked on Boondocks. He worked on Black Dynamite. He worked on Legend of Korra and some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon. He's, uh, he's mildly unrelated, but I think he he put out a thing on Kickstarter recently. Yes, yes, he did yeah, for Cannon looked, Busters. Yes, that looked cool. Yeah, he's working on a project called Children of Ether for Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. and it looks interesting. Yeah, sure. The reason why I bring him up is because he he's always getting into debates online with people about what anime is and what anime isn't. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I did pick up from him, because he's somewhat dogmatic about his approach to it because he's been doing it for so long, and I'm sure he's got some ingrained information in his brain about it. Sure. But anime is a medium, just like animation is. Right. And to most people, you probably can't tell the difference, including myself. I, I look at them and I say, okay, they're both drawn on cells or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're hand-drawn or done by computers or whatever. Doesn't matter. Animation, anime, one comes from or is created by mostly Asian cats. The other is created by mostly Americans. But everything is animated in Korea. <laughs> yeah, so <really. laughs> it doesn't, I don't know. It's It's a tough question. I would say... It's closer to anime than it isn't. Yeah. it's If I had to say it's yeah. like 51. The, the only thing that even calls it into question is its country of origin. If it was if it was made in China, for example, that's still not Japan. We would still call it an anime. It's like, yeah, it's, it's foreign. Fuck it. But no, it's because it's American. And there's other things that fall under the same category. Some people even put boondocks in that category because it is very anime styled. Yeah even though it doesn't have a lot of the other hallmarks of anime or like uh, Teen Titans, both of them, really. Like both series of Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah. 
I would say the latter more so than the former because it's really it's kind of biting anime style and then also employing lots of American things into that yeah it's yeah that's kind of a weird one actually the first the first example I can think of that really called this into question was Samurai Jack I wouldn't categorize that as an anime. I wouldn't either, but it had a lot of the makings of an anime. So it was the first time I had heard someone, like people debating whether or not this would qualify as an anime. Most people landed on no, but the fact that that was the first thing that was brought up as opposed to like, you know, down the line Avatar, that's a real heated discussion. Then it was like, well, is it really anime if it's not from Japan? I don't know. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't really, I don't care. Anime sucks. There you go. Somebody, Sofa Man, brought up a good point. He says, The Last Airbender is not anime because anime sucks and The Last Airbender does not. Sound you know, logic to me. It makes I, sense. I cannot refute that. Yeah, same. Next question comes from Stiphilus420. He asks, What does being on the down low mean? <laughs> I thought I knew what it meant. Apparently, I was wrong. When I asked what the actual meaning of it was, I was told to ask a black guy. Sorry if I'm being set up and it's something offensive. (laughs) Nah, you're good. I mean, it can be offensive, but... Depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Neither of us are down low. No. That just... Down low basically just means that you have sex with men but secretly. Right. It's the same as being in the closet or whatever other terms that you have. Yeah. And sometimes people will use, I mean, myself included, will use the phrase, oh, keep this on the down low, as in, you know, just keep it a secret. On the down low. mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's got origins in, you know, being closeted. Yeah. And there was, I can't remember if it was a book or a movie or something, but it had to do with DL brothers, which were down low brothers, which were down low black men, but it doesn't. I mean, it's not anything offensive. I just wouldn't say it. Right. Yeah. It sounds, don't. It sounds outdated. You it know is what I mean? A, it is kind of outdated. Yeah. So, mm. All right. Well, he's on the down low. All right. <laughs> welcome, welcome to 1999, fella. <laughs> Galt451 asks, are there any current fads or overhyped BS in the IT industry that you'd like to see disappear? Hmm. Personally, it's the use use of buzzwords and catch-all phrases. Oh, that's like forever. <laughs> Agile, Six Sigma, Waterfall, or like there there's probably a glossary of thirty or forty terms out there that I wish would just die. Yeah, because it the only thing that they're really used for is to signify to HR personnel that okay, this is what I'm looking for. The other person who's reading this is going to know what this is. They're going to cringe deeply, <laughs> take in a deep breath, type it on their resume, and then send us their resume. Yeah. I, I fucking hate it. That and people's unwillingness to write documentation. Create a knowledge base. Write documentation. That's all you need to do. Whenever you complete a ticket, write the documentation on how you fixed it. If you install a new server, write down the installation instructions. Write down anything that's pertinent to that server, and then make sure you put it into a knowledge base. Just write your shit down. It's not hard. No, it's not. And people pretend that it is, but I don't fucking understand why. 
It's I'm, so fucking annoying. I'm terrible about it myself, but I know that it isn't that hard. That doesn't that doesn't make it any better. No. <laughs> Banana Heli says, "Just found out guts from Berserk was is based on this guy." Goltz von Berlichingen. Berlichingen? Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm my German's rusty. Do you know of any other anime characters that are based on one real person? Well, there's a bunch of like historical fantasy series like Sengoku Basara, which is also a game, but there's a lot of stuff that references the Sengoku era, just like the Warring States. So you got like Oda Nobunaga, Date Masamune, Yukimura, whatever his name was. You know, there's there's a lot of like those historical figures in ancient Japan, most of which are wildly inaccurate representations. Yeah. I mean, I think Kenshin Hamura from Moroni Kenshin is based on a real guy. Okay, yeah. But that's and some of the pirates from One Piece have yeah, names have references. Uh, yeah, but they're not actually based on real people. Yeah, I can't think of any that are actually like accurate representations of anyone. Maybe a Death Note has a representation of an angsty teenager in Japan or something. Yeah, there you go. He wishes he could kill people. I <laughs> yeah. don't know. To some degree, I feel like half of half of the anime that comes out are power fantasies for whoever's creating them. Well, I mean, that was all of Clamp's early work. It was all just Mary Sue bullshit. Oh, fair enough. It would be like plain girl having... 10 perfect men chasing after her. Oh no, who do I choose? And then you watch something like Tenchi Muyo where it's like... Uh, basically the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just exactly. reverse the roles. Yeah, it's a lot of anime this episode. Yeah. Sofa Man wants to know, what are our top three bars from any given rap song? Or top one? And he wants to know how we like Iron Fist. Oh, well, I'll answer that second one first. And it's boring. I've watched three episodes of it, and it's just boring. It starts off slow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll i continue watching it. Like, I really like Iron Fist just as a concept, just because I like Bruce Lee and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it hasn't hooked me yet at all. I think it's moving fairly slow. I've seen six episodes or so. Okay. How many episodes are there total? Thirteen. Okay. That's more I, than I was thinking. I don't think it's it's not great, no. It's very boring. I mean, not boring, but like it's just slow. It's very mild. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't come out kicking ass or anything like that. But that was that was really what killed me about it was that like when the series starts, he's already done his training at Kunlun. He's already the Iron Fist. He's already a living weapon. And, okay, yeah, I get that he's not trying to kick everyone's ass, and then he gets drugged. Spoilers, boo. But, come on, man. You can do better than this. Also, he's an idiot, and that annoys me. Yeah. One of one of my big problems with it is they didn't lean too hard or hard enough into the direction of what it's styled after. Yeah. You know how Luke Cage is very black exploitation. Yeah. This could have been a really fucking fantastic kung fu style movie that's what i was wanting out of it yeah. I, I wanted like a throwback to those 70s movies and the 80s movies where it's just bruce lee jet lee jackie chan just kicking everyone's ass 
and there's a vague semblance of a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have been Chuck Norris or David Carradine. But Yeah, well. <laughs> and another issue that I take with the series as a whole is that it's very politicized. So any criticism that's coming out is going to be harsher yeah. one way only yeah. in one direction yeah. everyone's worried about like oh it's whitewashing the it's the yeah. white savior the the funny thing is and this is how i put it on twitter hollywood picks who they do for reasons not because they're qualified but because they feel like that person will do something for their career right the star of that show finn jones or whatever the fuck his name is was on game of fucking thrones for five seasons yeah i mean i don't know how many episodes that breaks out to but whatever if you're working on a show with somebody from Game of Thrones, that that's going to do something for your career that some random guy from who's played an extra on Hawaii Five-0 yeah. or unnamed villain yeah. on CSI or whatever is going to do for you. This guy's already got credentials. He's already got people who... He's got some name recognition already. Exactly. People were going to watch the show anyway. Was it going to be good with that other chap, the Asian chap? I know it would probably be about the same. <laughs> yeah, they I, fucked up the show by not making it more kung fu, not making it fucking cooler. Yeah, it it would do well if it was cornier, even. Yeah, it, right yeah. now it's just played so serious, so straight. It's just ah, there's nothing going on with it. It's a lot like those CW shows, The Flash and <laughs> yeah. Green Arrow yeah. or whatever. I hope they're not trying to capture that audience because. The reason, the thing that drew me towards Marvel shows being on Netflix is the fact that, that they could be violent. Yeah. They could be fucking savage. Daredevil season one and two were. Yes. And Punisher that's coming out, I believe, later this year is going to be. Oh, yeah. You can't really do a uh, family-friendly Punisher. No, you can't. And I just want... Good. I, I just want good shows to watch. I'm a fan of superheroes. I like superhero shit, but it needs to be fucking good. Yeah. It can't be the CW style shows. Those have their place, but it's not within my heart or in front of my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. The top three bars. The only one that comes to mind right now is MF Doom, technically mad villain on <laughs> the song Money Folder off of the mad villainy album mf doom says don't mind me i wrote this rhyme lightly off of two or three heinies and boy was a fine g one spanish one black one chinese they keep the wood shiny year round like a pine tree god damn don't sign me i'm about to make a mill without him i could go on i could go on <laughs> i know that i know the entire song god, I, it's I, very good i love songs that are just just bars after bars i'm not one of my favorite just straight up lines was in Six Foot Seven Foot by Lil Wayne. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. Moving <laughs> salads like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite line in there is mine's so sharp, fuck around, cut my head off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but that whole song is just punchline after punchline. That's one of my go-tos for just like, if you want bars, just Six Foot Seven Foot by Lil Wayne. Okay, fair enough. Bonfire is also a really good one for that. Yeah, Bonfire. At the end of the song, he says, made the beat and murdered it, Casey, Casey Anthony. Anthony. It's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He says, catch me chilling with a Filipina at the local Jollibee. 
If you see that my hand under the table, don't, don't bother, bother me. me. I'm in her ass like sodomy. It's a good song. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. God damn. Fucking Gambino. I still, I still fucking remember it. I fucking played that song back like 30 times the first time I heard it. Dude, it's so good. Just catching like every clever little bit he has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Putty One asks, what's the most embarrassing thing you've done while drunk? Also, any more Chuck stories? I don't really have that much else on Chuck. No, me neither. Yeah, we don't really hang out with him very often. He also lives like two hours away. Yeah. Maybe a little closer, but... We see him every once in a while, but his... It's like catching a blue moon, seeing somebody do something embarrassing like that. Yeah. And to see them do it or to hear of them doing it twice is even more rare. Because the boot thing was visual. (laughs) The chatterbait thing was... I just heard that. That was a saga. Yeah, that was some next level shit. And, you know, sometimes you have friends whose lives spiral out of control and... You know, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, we you witnessed that a few times. We can't, we can't blame them. But other than that, it's kind of just the beginning of the end, the end, and then the person rebuilding. So I believe he's rebuilding his life. Yeah, yeah. I hope everything works out for him. But yeah, aside from those two stories, he's just kind of a slightly weird guy. Yeah, very boring for the most part. Yeah, that's what also made that thing sort of surprising. Yeah. Because you don't you don't expect I guess you don't really know anybody until you A live with them or B see what they're into sexually. And the latter you don't want to see of most of your friends. Nah. So with him that was just next level. Maybe he's got a foot fetish, maybe he doesn't, who knows? He licked a boot though. He licked a boot. I would never. Oh, God. I would never. Anyway, embarrassing drunk stories. I don't. I was the only stories that I've got where I've been drunk and had to be it had to be recounted the following day were just me being an asshole and not like a fun asshole, just being an, <laughs> an actual asshole. asshole. Yeah. I had to think pretty hard about this one. I actually asked some of my other friends once I saw this question cuz like my my knee jerk is I was too drunk to be embarrassed by it then, so I didn't care when I heard about it. So I don't really have any stories like that, except there was one thing that happened kind of recently. So my friend Autumn just turned 21 and she is the absolute youngest of all of my friends. So we're like, okay, well, we got to do something for your birthday, but she lives up in LA. So not everyone could make it up there, but I wanted to make a, make this a thing and, you know, make sure that she had a good 21st birthday. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go bar hopping. We're going to hit all these happy hours because it was on a Sunday and we're, we're just going to get you destroyed. Let's fucking go. Well, as it turned out, it happened to be a torrential fucking downpour that day. So instead of bar hopping, we just kind of went to like three places, which was, you know, it was still fun. I made the mistake of eating really heavy foods pretty much the entire week leading up to that, including that day. And then going shot for shot with the birthday girl. But what ended up happening was I drank all of my shit much faster than she did. She was just nursing it and being very smart about it. And she's like, okay, I don't want to get too fucked up. You know, I, I got work tomorrow. You know, actually she didn't, but whatever. She was actually drinking water. I wasn't. So I end up being the one that pukes 
out of out of the entire group i'm the only person that ends up vomiting because i'm trying to to match this girl who i've been drinking 10 years longer than her some shit and she's still basically out drank me but when i puked it was in the uber so i yacked all over this man's car like first time first little uh, wave was uh he was at a stoplight so i opened the door and just spit up a little on the on the concrete or on the asphalt he drives it ahead a little more and i'm like uh you might want to pull over so he goes as he's pulling over then it comes out and i'm not going to open the door in a moving vehicle so it's just on me it's on the door it's on the window because i was trying i was in the middle of rolling down the window as it was coming and uh yeah so i i puked all over this man's car i'm puked all over myself i'm like okay cool this sucks and of course we just got the fuck out of that uber like yo sorry man you know we'll so she tried cleaning it up a bit and we were headed back to her place where she was gonna have some more people over so one of the people that was on the way there she's like yo can you pick us up long story with the uber like i don't want to risk it with another so she turns to me like hey man you okay i'm like she doesn't want to risk it in a stranger's car but in a friend's car that's perfectly all right Uber will charge you a fee. You can clean a friend's car. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude comes by, picks us up. I I, I have my shirt off because it's just done. And so we're in the car. I'm, I, feel, I feel like I'm empty now. Like, I puked a lot. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm good now. Like, don't worry about me. Uh, yeah. So we go to the store to pick some stuff up for the party. I clean myself off a bit. And it's just like a... Not even a five-minute drive back to her place. And naturally, I puke again in this other guy's car. Two cars one night. Jeez. It was bad. That's fucking terrible. You should feel bad. I did. I felt really bad. But. But. The bright side of this. Uber never charged her. Oh, that's good. It's probably because she's a cute girl. That's probably what it was. Yep. And she did, like, clean it up a bit on the spot. And, you know, we're apologizing profusely but i was very surprised we didn't get hit with like a hundred dollar cleaning fee it can go up to like 500 or some shit jesus yeah you have to like literally shit yourself all over the back seat or some shit like that that's fucked yeah that's super fucked yeah but uh yeah i'm pretty embarrassed about that one everything else i've done every all the other stupid shit i've done nah, whatever but that shit right there that's my pride the next fat guy anal little coat <laughs> Okay. Asked a bunch of questions about wrestling. You don't watch wrestling, right? I no, not really. Okay, so I'm gonna answer these as fast as I possibly can. Rapid fire the shit. Who's the current best pro wrestler in the world and why? The answer is Kenny Omega because he decided not to go to the WWE like AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura, so he's free to wrestle as much as he wants and with the ferocity that he pleases. Also, he shows up to a lot of events in America. He's also legit at Street Fighter V. Just throwing that out there. Good shit. What are the pros and cons of each major promotion in your opinion? WWE, the writers are shit, and you can't wrestle as hard as you can. They want to protect people, which is also a pro and a con, mm-hmm. but it makes for some boring show sometimes. And New Japan is, they have a lot less exposure, but it's also very dangerous for the wrestlers, but the matches are mostly fantastic. Mm-hmm. ROH, same thing, or not the same thing, but they have very little exposure to the mainstream 
TNA Impact Wrestling is fucking garbage and that <laughs> ring is stupid. PWG, the tickets are fucking hard to get. What is your favorite wrestler of all time? And what is your favorite match event? I don't have either of those. I just watch I just watch what I like. I'm a big fan of Ricochet. That's that's good. I mean he's very good at what he does. Ricochet. Alright. Prince Puma. There Ricochet ends with Chet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up on that one. Rito Chet. His next question is what are your thoughts on WWE signing a bunch of really good people from around the world? I think it's great. It's adding credibility to their uh, their product. But at the same time, the writers are shit and some of the matches are fucking bad. Although AJ Styles is capable of putting on a match, a fucking great match with anybody, it's just hard to buy into a lot of those matches with those stupid fucking storylines. <laughs> like, why is he wrestling Shane McMahon at WrestleMania? That's stupid. That's <laughs> stupid as fuck. If anybody out there is saying that this is a dream match, they should just fucking kill themselves. All right, I hope that that answers your questions. Uh, Chet doesn't really watch wrestling, so it's kind of tough for me to sit here and drone on about it. You were speaking an entirely another language. I, I, I catch a little bit of it because a lot of, you know, you guys, your friend group, you'll post about it on Twitter and stuff. Some of the fighting game guys, they'll talk about it. So I know some people. So I can say my favorite wrestler is probably Xavier Woods because he also plays trombone like and I do. fucked Paige. All right, good on him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to those fucking, that poor woman and all of those things that leaked. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's so terrible. Well, anyway, Eric Luster asks... Chet, did you deal with any discrimination in Japan? Not directly. You can tell that people look at you a little differently when you're a brown man. And it also, it didn't help that it's, it was three dudes of mixed descent, all of whom have black mixed descent, were also all six feet tall and up, traveling with two Asian women. So it's three very obvious foreigners traveling with two people who look like they may be from Japan. And I think that really added to all the stares we got, but no one really did anything to make us feel unwelcome or anything of that nature. There was one, there was a jazz club in Osaka that we wanted to go to and they just had a sign on the door. It said, sorry, no foreigners. We're like, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> that means no black people. Yeah, they would turn us away. <laughs> <laughs> No baka gaijin. Gigantic meaty balls wants to know, has anything spooky ever happened to you guys? No. The answer is no for me. Nothing spooky. Yeah, nah. I ain't scared of nothing. All right. So this question is kind of a longer one from Rory, A underscore Rory. I don't know why he changed his username. Maybe he forgot his password or he's using a fucking ghost account or whatever. Who knows? But... The point that he's driving at in the question is, how does how does it feel as two black gents being a part of the Dick Show community, knowing that some of the people have kind of right leaning political views? Yeah, I I don't have a problem with it necessarily because at least the community is respectful enough to respect my opinion and Chet's opinion for the most part. If somebody disagrees with something, they'll let you know. It's it's definitely interesting. It's not I wouldn't call it 
strenuous or anything like that. It's just kind of an interesting experience. And I think people don't dislike me to the degree that they dislike Asterios because I, I don't I couldn't tell you why, but that's that's just how it is. Asterios is an interesting character. You know, he does all the voices and things like that. And I, I'm sure that just grates on some people's nerves. My take on being a voice toward that community, if you can call it that. I don't know. I, I Knowing that that's a large part of our audience is part of what makes me want to go on my soapbox. Because I know that if I were saying these same things to people who agreed with all of my politics... It would just be preaching to the choir. But if I'm saying some things in ways that people have never heard these terms, I think you can tell that we're not the SJW cucks. We're not a bunch of libtard, you know. I mean, I have a lot of those same leanings, but I mean, I'm not unreasonable. Like, a lot of these people are on Tumblr and shit. So, hearing opposing views from someone who you can at least except is a reasonable person, I think is healthy. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'll, I'll listen to, to radio on both sides of the aisle, but a lot of this stuff is so way polarized and it's just beyond the point of reason. And then you just tune that out. But Yeah, there aren't, there aren't that many pundits out there that have political leanings that are reasonable sounding people. <laughs> no. When you listen to Rush Limbaugh, he sounds fucking insane. Yeah. Alex Jones sounds fucking oh, no, insane. No. Alex Jones is probably actually insane. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Hannity sounds insane. Glenn Beck sounds insane. But it Tommy goes, Loren sounds insane. It, it goes both ways. Yeah, when you have yeah. like Rachel Maddow only cares about, you know, when good things happen for Democrats and when bad things happen for Republicans. Like you're never I, gonna give a win to the other side. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know that many left-wing pundits, mainly because that's where my leaning is. So I have no reason to listen to them. You know kind what I mean? Kind of the same way. It's like, dog, I, I will listen to Alex Jones because sometimes he's very funny. And I'll listen to Glenn Beck because that is in conflict with my worldview. And it's good to try to get perspective on something that, isn't what I think about regularly. Well, one thing that is a bit of a pitfall with doing that, though, is uh, hearing the same lie repeated multiple times. And it's like, oh, wow, yeah, I did not know that Obama ate babies. Shit, man. <laughs> the, part of another issue is because these are pundits and not actual people, it's tough to tell where what they believe starts and what they are just putting on ends. I mean, that came out with Tommy Loren just earlier this week when she was on The View talking about how she was pro or pro choice. Yeah. And that goes, you know, so far against what her, her viewer base would believe. So she got in all sorts of shit with that. But you would have never heard that on her show. No. It was only because she said it on The View. Yeah. And yeah. That, that is, that caught me way off guard. I mean, it doesn't, the whole thing is. I at least personally believe that anybody who's rational, right? Anybody who's completely fucking rational lands right in the middle of the aisle, right? You have the left-leaning people who believe that everybody should get free everything from the fucking government. And then you have the people on the right, the far right, the libertarian-esque people who say, fuck everybody, I can take care of my fucking self. Yeah. The actual answer 
is somewhere in the middle of yeah, all of, of that. And it, for the most part, that's how life works. It's in the middle. Yeah. And there, there are, of course, people who are out there fucking stupid, like that <laughs> fucking guy who crawled into my mentions with the fucking memes on deck uh. saying that John Chan is right because he fucking brings up a meme that's got a stupid fucking table on it. And then he, he cites something else from the Washington Post that apparently has no fucking source. And it's it, part of the problem is that people on the internet are going to believe whatever. Yeah. So it's at this point, I'm kind of, I'm kind of believing that a lot of the cats who use the internet regularly. So last week when I brought up, Oh shit by injury reserve, I didn't actually say what the rap line was. Bear with me because it's not the shortest line in the world. <laughs> I have to do a line before the line to preface it. He says, it's not jazz rap. It's that it's that spaz rap. It's that raised by the internet. They'd have no dad rap. And that's literally what the internet is now. It's a bunch of people who are legit raised by the internet. And then people who have social lives who come onto the internet occasionally. Yeah. Who are upset by people flaming them in their mentions. Yeah. I'm a fucking liberal. I, I garden. I, I go out to bars and I hang out with people. Why are these people yelling at me in my mentions? And people who have lives, and of course there are people on the right like that as well. Of course. But it's people like that who can't handle the internet in its current form. Yeah. Because when you when you were raised by the internet, that's next level shit. That's that's literally it. You your only interactions with people were just talking cash shit to each other. Yeah. Back when it was the Wild West. Yeah, back like, back when for real people were doing some heinous shit to yeah. each other. That was that was next level shit. And it, like we were, you know, a bit young to be doing any like doxing and shit, but you know, if you were like 4 or 5 years older than us when you had internet coming around when you're in like high school and you were smart enough to learn this shit, all oh, the damage you could do. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Life was fucking crazy as a youth on the internet regarding regarding people who are fans of the dick show who are probably more like right-leaning than us it's i mean it's interesting nobody's i mean nobody's really rude nobody believes all that outlandish shit except for a handful of people i'm i'm surprised i haven't gotten more backlash for you know talking about cultural appropriation and bringing up black lives matter in a positive light and all that I, I was expecting at least one hater to just hop on my Twitter and just start talking shit well now you've invited it I mean I don't I don't mind you I'm just gonna laugh at you because I think you're stupid I for mean, doing that it's the issue is with political issues what I've noticed a lot of people do is they listen to people like Sargon of Akkad or Chris Reagan or the amazing atheist or people like that who are just as bad as the people on TV because what they do is they find their audience and their audience finds other people and what they do is comical in a way they're just very mean to people yeah. but they say outlandish shit just like the people on TV do but it's just a different type of outlandish shit what's interesting about their the internet brand of outlandish shit though when you're on TV, you're hosted by a network and therefore you have more bosses. When you're on like a podcast or just a, a vlog show or something, you don't have as many people to answer to. 
you know, you can get taken off of YouTube or, you know, lose your partnership or whatever. But you have to really piss someone off for that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to you have to attack people who are essentially in charge of you. Right. Yeah. Or somebody that they really like. Like when Milo got kicked off of Twitter, he was going after actual celebrities. Yeah. And because he was going after actual celebrities, Twitter probably was just like, nah, we prefer to have actual celebrities on here <laughs> yeah. rather than you. So. Fuck out of here. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously, like with Twitter, there's a paper trail the whole way. So we can be like, we could see that it is you starting all of this shit. So we're just, you're off. Yeah, exactly. And although although I'm sure people are tired of hearing it, it's pli- it's a private platform. They can do whatever the fuck they want. If you don't like the if you don't like the rules, don't use it. Period. That's it. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna get into some news chat. Is it about Beyonce's twins? No, I don't. Did she give birth? <laughs> no. Oh well, she's still pregnant. That's cool. One thing that happened this week was the Senate pushed through a resolution that would essentially strip away web privacy yeah it would allow isps to track your browsing data in similar fashions to every other website except you can actually get in legal trouble especially if you're visiting websites like the pirate bay or whatever exclusive download website you're using yeah now i have several fucking problems with this one of them being that my data is being sold without my consent right Mm -hmm. and people can say like oh well that's in the terms of service you can opt in or whatever you have to opt in in order to use it but in order to get internet service to my apartment i have to opt into that yeah there is no actual choice here no there's not just like when you use facebook google twitter or whatever they it's in their terms of service if you don't want them snooping on you you can't use their product right And in this era, it's exceedingly difficult to get anything done without social media. And these people are selling off your shit. But to be completely fair, these platforms are free. Yes. That's the only difference. I'm paying my ISP for my internet service, and that's all I fucking want from you. I want consistent speeds. I don't want any drop connections. And I don't want you selling my fucking data. You get two out of three, maybe. And the thing is, I know they're going to be selling the data, and I'm not going to receive any kickback from those sales. No, fuck that. My <laughs> bill is not going to drop because they can sell all of my data in aggregate to whoever. And there's no way that you can protect yourself from that. Because with things like using Google or Facebook or something like that, all right, let me backtrack. For those of you who aren't aware, Essentially, the way that you're tracked on the internet is through cookies. And what cookies are, are text files that are put on your computer from the different websites that you're visiting daily. And what ends up happening with those cookies is that you're given a unique identifier and it contains your information such as the the pages that you visited while you were on that website. Let's say, let's use Amazon as an example. The last items that you looked up, things they recommend to you, your account email or whatever whether or not you want the website to remember you things of that nature are stored in cookies with that information what they can do is technically i i'm not entirely sure if this is the case 
but I'm fairly certain that it's illegal for them to sell that data to anybody when it has personally identifiable information in there, yeah. such as your email address, your full name, your phone number, your email or your social security number or anything like that. I'm fairly certain it's illegal for them to sell that information. I, I'm pretty sure that is a clause in most terms of service where it's like, yeah, we can sell off your data, but it's only going to be the anonymous stuff. Yeah. Anything yeah. that's personally identifiable, that that's only for us and we can't even really see that ourselves. There's something that you can use in these browsers called single source cookies, I believe. Okay. Where typically when you're using websites, what they'll do is look at cookies from other websites that are stored on your computer. Mm. So if you went to, let's say, kink.com or bangbros.com, it will store your cookie information from those websites. And then let's say Facebook can read all of those cookies that are stored on your computer from your browser and be able to aggregate all of that information along with your likes on your profile, with the things that you've browsed from other sites on Google, on on Reddit, on Amazon, on everything. And they can bundle all that up and send that out to an ad seller. And what that'll do is complete a profile that these companies will establish on you. Although it doesn't have personally identifiable information on you, they've got a pretty good idea of who you are. Right. And they have your spending habits. They have they have everything that you've ever bought on the internet. And all of this is stored in your cookies. And some of it is stored on your profile. But when it's bundled with your cookies, what they'll do is sell that information along with the cookie, as long as it's not personally identifiable information. Another way people can track you is through device fingerprinting, which will essentially allow them to store information on you. The website itself will store this information. It'll have the language that your browser is in, what OS it's running on, what location you're browsing from, if you have location services turned on, uh, which if you do, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Turn that off. And it'll also have your IP address bundled with that. Now, the Internet Assigned Numbers Authority. And what they do is they issue out IP addresses to Internet service providers. And what those Internet service providers do is they dole out those IP addresses to specific locations in their territory. So if, let's say, God, I got to explain what an octet is. Okay. <laughs> An octet in an IP address is an eight-bit, an eight-bit number essentially. So if you have one nine two one six eight one dot one, one nine two is its own octet, one six eight is its own octet, one is its own octet, and the other one is its own octet. And the periods between those are the dot decimals that separate each one of those when you're entering your IP information. Right. The information that's given to the ISPs are just bundled. IP addresses, four octets. And with those octets, they're issued to specific locations that, let's say Dallas has 192, or it wouldn't have 192 because that's an internal network, but let's say it's 172.1.10. whatever, right? That'll have that location. And Houston will have 187.240 or whatever. Right. They'll be able to narrow down your location based off of that information alone, right? Mm -hmm. They have whatever whatever you've ordered online, 
let's say you're ordering a lot of raincoats, it's a rainy season, it's so they can target ads to you better, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most people have noticed this where like, you know, you were just browsing for shoes on eBay, then you go on Facebook and then Zappos will have an ad like, hey, you get 25% off your sandals. These these same shoes that we don't actually have in stock, but we just want the click-through rate on this fucking ad. Hell yeah. Get them clicks, baby. The issue that's presented with this through an ISP is that they can just bundle all of it. They'll have all of it. Whereas when when you're using a browser, you can set it to a single source. Those other sites won't be able to look at each other's cookies or they shouldn't be allowed to. Mm-hmm. And if you've already got it set up, they'll still have the old information or whatever. The issue with the ISP is that now they'll just have everything. They'll have the dossier on you for whatever right and that'll probably eliminate a lot of the business for something like google or facebook or what have you it's an interesting play i want to know who specifically is benefiting from this aside from the isps the the common man is definitely getting fucked oh yeah no but i mean even a lot of businesses are also getting screwed by this yeah yeah it's it's hard to tell who's benefiting because it passed 50 to 48 in the Senate and it's people vote along party lines or whatever but the I issue get how this could be a party issue but it's not <laughs> it's it's just a bunch of old fucks who don't understand how the internet works yeah so and it's then, like oh well Johnson's voting for this well all right well I like Johnson exactly yeah and when when their information leaks about all the weird porno that they've been looking at <laughs> yeah, that's or my favorite part about whatever <laughs> back page ads they've been visiting to get their fucking hookers once that information leaks then it'll be a fucking problem yeah the biggest issue that i have with this proposed resolution is that the republicans who are in office who proposed this bill did something incredibly fucking stupid oh as part of this bill There's something called the Congressional Review Act, right? Uh And what that does is when it's applied to a bill, Congress can review it. And then if it's too similar to whatever was proposed by the FCC before, because the FCC proposed the bill saying, yo, let people have their privacy. Mm -hmm. Now Republicans are like, well, no. (laughs) And once... Let's say let's say this their resolution passes for that bill that the FCC put through. The CRA will basically make it so anything that's too similar to what the FCC had proposed before can't go through. Interesting. It's it's I assume it's something that was made to not waste people's time. No, well, yeah, it makes sense. It's. I can't tell if that's shady or not because I think it is. But there's definitely some merit to it because there are some bills that people will just continue to submit as often as they can, essentially, well, even though they know that it'll likely fail. I think. I think what it is is once it's been proposed and approved, and then if it gets repealed later. Congress has to go back and review it when it comes back up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Not necessarily like, well, no, we said no before. We're not going to say okay. no again. But it's just for, it's, so things can't come back and bite people in the ass. Okay. So, yeah, that's, 
Whatever, that's politics. I think it's fuckboy tactics, and I don't know how it's going to affect me in the long run, but I hate this kind of shit. Same with same with Netflix. Did you hear they reversed their stance on net neutrality? Really? Yeah, because before they were for it, right? Yeah. But now that they have enough clout and enough sway and how much internet traffic they use, yeah. they can manipulate any of that to go in their favor i got mine so fuck you exactly and yeah. they literally said that or well <laughs> let me let me not let me not put that out there they they had mentioned it in something that was akin to a press release mm. they were i think it was over a conference call where somebody had asked about net neutrality and they were just the ceo of the company was just like well it benefits us we we control or we use most of the traffic available on the internet. So, sorry. Yeah. And what do you really want? <sighs> that's so fucked up. Man. Yeah. And that's that's politics and business in a nutshell. Fuck you. Pay me. If it doesn't benefit me, then fuck you. Shit. But if it does benefit me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, and the last thing that I want to bring up for today is I, I I was asked this question via the internet, and I decided to just tackle it. It's not anything that's a big deal or anything, but last week we brought up things that we're interested in, and I'm sure I brought up learning how to do some of this stuff or what, I, what I'm learning and stuff, but somebody asked me, where do I go to learn this stuff, and I brought a few websites that are very helpful for that. Things like uh, Coursera, Allison, EDX, EdX, which is, I believe it's made by the same people who did TEDx, hey. whatever, and Duolingo, for specifically for language learning. Duolingo is a very good uh, app, website, everything like that. It's free, it's challenging, it, it moves at a nice pace. I, I did it to brush up on my Spanish. And uh, necesito a practicar, pero uh, <laughs> it's okay. I feel you. <laughs> Essentially, the other sites that I've listed have courses presented from colleges such as Harvard, Stanford, yeah. Rice, things of that nature. And it's, it's pretty cool. The thing that they did recently that I hadn't noticed was they have two modes basically on a lot of these sites is they have the free classes and then you can also pay for grades essentially. No, you pay them to grade your work and you get a certificate after you take the class to prove that you've taken the class. So effectively you're actually taking the class as though it were from this school. Exactly. That's exactly. Cool. But it's much cheaper. Oh, yeah. And it's not necessarily by the professor. It could be from the TA or whoever's deciding to teach it. There's another one that's called Open Culture, mm -hmm. which essentially is just an archive of all of these classes from actual universities that were taught in like the last five to ten years or something like that. Cool. They're the archives from something like iTunes or whatever website they use at the time. Mm. And a lot of these classes, after the books are outdated, the professor will just put them up for free online. So if you want to learn sociology or whatever from Berkeley, you can go online and you can look up the archive for it. You can pull that down. These are, they're really great resources. Who needs school anyway? We got the internet. Yeah, that's one of the things that I like to argue. 
But if you're looking for graduate level classes, these aren't it. A lot of them are just undergrad shits. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, do what you will. No, I, well, I, I said that very facetiously. I am a, a big proponent of actually going to a class and like having someone sit your ass down and be like, you paid for this class. You attend this class. You got to compete with these people and get your shit done <laughs> on time. Never been a fan of school. I, for me, I mean, sorry to kind of hijack your, your topic there, but <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I was debating going to art school or not because I had natural talent and I'm like, look, I, I just do all my shit off of tutorials. I'm self-taught anyway. Like, why, why should I go to class aside from just actually getting a degree? Well, basically the big difference that going to school made for me was just work ethic and a lot of little shit that you would never know unless you spoke to someone who was doing this. But you you wouldn't even know the questions, the right questions to ask unless you already knew that this was a thing that was going on. So like I learned a lot about the business end of it, about how to carry yourself, about how to present your work, things of that nature that I would have never done on my own if I was just self-taught the whole way through yeah, that's fair because a lot of a lot of the camaraderie and stuff that you'll get from actually going to class, actually physically being in a classroom, it's good in that you get to talk to people face to face and you get to interact with them. On the internet, everybody will ignore you until yeah. you have a good question to ask. Yeah. Right? Unless the community is actually abnormally good, which is fucking rare. Yeah, well there's a reason why you said abnormally. Yeah. So I mean, face-to-face, there are people who are going to be assholes, but it's definitely not common. No, and I mean, networking is such a huge thing in college, both, you know, for its positives and negatives, because you will have people who, you know, they'll smile to your face, but they really hate your guts, but they just know that, hey, you've got valuable contacts, so there's that, but that same person would probably just be calling you a nigger online anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, dude, right. It's the internet is full of assholes. God. Never forget it. And anybody who's out there, the fucking soft ass liberal who's just like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're saying this on the internet. Grow the fuck up. It's going to happen. This is the fucking internet. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's the internet is not a clean, safe place ever. It, it will never be. Or at least I hope not, because that's what gives the internet culture. Yeah, that's what makes it unique, because it is, by and large, uncensored. Yeah. Now, interacting with somebody like that face-to-face is much different. If somebody <laughs> talked to me, like I get talked to on the internet, we'd Ooh. be fighting. Oh, yeah. But I would definitely be in jail. I'm not, I'm not here for the disrespect. Nah. We're going to wrap up the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I do want to add an update out there. If you want to submit art to the show or if you have different tunes you want us to play for the ending theme or whatever just let us know we're open to it you can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com if you want to submit any art ask any questions send us any music or whatever i prefer links for all that but whatever do do what you want when you're popping and you will be after this show You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatDenzel. You can follow Chet at BushidoBrownSD. Excellent! 
You can join us on the subreddit at realnerdhours.reddit.com. Haha. Thank you, anonymous user whose name I can't remember. We'll shout you out next week. Shout outs to you. If you have any questions or if you want to leave a voicemail for us, you can call us at 413-SAVAGE-1. Do we, do we have any voicemails? No, we didn't. We, we don't have any. We don't have any voicemails. The fuck happened? <laughs> nobody called. No one. No one uses phones anymore. No, nobody does. Nobody does. All right, we appreciate y'all listening. Have a good one. Peace.